Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome into the Don't Put Hour. I am Harrison Arts running the ones and twos. We got the host, as always, the morning, Pearsonell and DP both in studio. Bring these guys in now. Guys, how's it going? I talked about it a little bit before, but I'm, I'm doing great. It's been a great week for me. Bears won, Huskers won, Chicago Bulls starting up here real soon. I got two sweet Jordan jerseys from DP that I'm ready to go. Gotcha. Rep out for the season you opener. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I knew I liked you. <laughs> See, there it is. Yeah. Uh, big time Bulls fan. That's that's always been it my team. me off when they traded D-Rose, though. That's, that's, so they, they in a doghouse. I'm with you there. The Bulls and point guards. Just has not been fortunate. Lonzo Ball, I, I'm still hoping that he can get back on the court, but I just feel like the Bulls might move on from him. But we don't have to dive into that. We can go there another time. But nonetheless. Touché, you got touché. a whole season of basketball that, that you can just have fun with. Oh, I'm excited. You know? it, it, this has been, uh, it's felt like one of the longest waits I've had for the NBA. Normally it feels like it's over and it's just like right back on. For some reason this year, it's felt long. It's felt like a long time since I could watch some Bulls basketball. I've been watching a little bit of preseason, but. Just kind of watching the new guys, seeing how they're doing for the most part. Still waiting for Ayo Dosumu to kind of pop off. He's been okay. But yeah. The morning, where do you want to start? You want to talk Husker football here on this first segment? Talk yes. about a Husker win against Illinois 22 7. I'm still pissed. So well, let's get it on. It ain't. I'll take the win, but ugh, I still wanted to kick my TV over. What's the ick? The last four drives, three turnovers. If you got a better college team, who has a more efficient offense? That's a loss. See, that that's a that's a loss. Like, and it, it was simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, simple. Um, the the pick that he threw on the sideline to uh Fadone. Like you 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 can't you can't air that one out. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the taking the shots. I was happy, you know, to yeah. see that. He did take some shots, and I was impressed by the wide receivers. There was, a, there was about three throws there with the wide receivers, whether it be Fedoni, Marks Washington before he got hurt, and I think even Alex Bullock had one. They mm-hmm. made some really good readjustments mm-hmm. on the ball. And I'm like, if you're Harburg, it's got to give you some confidence. I mean, those weren't necessarily great throws, and the guys were finding the plays. ball. Yeah, that's, still that's, that's making the play. And you kind of talked about that against Michigan. Take a shot, right, and trust your trust your weapons. I mean, they're, that, that's what they're there. That's what they're there to do. You know, that's that's their job, and you. I haven't felt like that, you know, that they've been given an opportunity. And, okay, like, you know, that secondary, you know, played a lot last year. You know, they had, you know, some talent back there. So, I mean, it was against, you know, decent, you know, guys. So, okay, now we know we can do it. Now, you know, try it. Because, okay, now now you've shown that you can do it, so people are going to have to respect it and whatnot. But um, just, you know, know your shots, though. Like, mm-hmm. cause that, that interception still has me irritated today. Uh, like I said, I'm happy with the win. I'm not trying to bash him or, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily blaming the coaches or anything like that, but the level of play from the players needs to step up. Um, you know, people are are quick, you know, to blame and, you know, shout out all the coaches and this and this and that. And uh sometimes it's not it's not that. Um, but you know, they're they're trying, you know, I, I appreciate the effort. And everything like that, but you know, um, things needs to like kick up from you know, the 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 players actually being on the field and you know actually like you know, really stepping up and you know going out there and just landing on the line. A, a lot of the talk was about 
the the freshman stepping up like it's time now you know and have Lloyd and the Coleman Coleman uh, to step up DP you were this was you like you were ready can you imagine standing on the sideline watching people struggle offensively and you stand on the sideline how what's the leap from high school to playing Nebraska receiver at Nebraska how big of a leap of that and how long should it take before a, a, a high school senior becomes ready to, to play and be productive at Nebraska? Uh, I, I think it just depends on necessarily like having a, I came in, I feel like at, at the, in the right position, right time. And, you know, I had other weapons around me, surrounding me and everything like that. So it made my job, you know, a lot easier. Um, it's there, there should be enough to where, you know, what you have, you know what I'm saying? You to, to put those guys in a position to, to thrive in and everything like that. I think the problem here is I don't think there's much. Even if you add those guys into the situation, I don't think they have enough to, you know, to really make a difference now. And I'm not saying that they can't as a player. I'm just saying supporting cast, like as a whole, it's a team sport. It's not, you know, an individual sport. So um, it's going to, it it's going to take some time and everything like that. But you, but you need, you know, players, other other guys to you know bring them along and everything like that. I was fortunate enough to you know play with Amir Abdullah, Kenny Bell, you know Westy, um, Tommy. You know I I had those guys necessarily where it wasn't necessarily all depending on me to step up. If they play those the younger guys now, they're gonna have to be the ones to like thrown in the limelight and not not that they can't handle it and everything like that, but it's a long season. The Big Ten, we had it hasn't even gotten cold. Um, you haven't even really, you know, gotten hit by you know your Wisconsin's, you know those those middle line, those corn fed, you know Midwest <laughs> kids, right? And Big I, and thumpers, that, that, right? That's that that's 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 the difference when you know coming from high school playing immediately on the collegiate level. You know, is you know your body being able to you know transform and being able to be reliable and dependable in those. In those situations and understanding, you know, okay, like, yeah, you in in high school, you could, you know, you're the best athlete on the field or nobody could touch you and everything like that. Here, everybody's quicker, faster, stronger. What's the biggest difference, though? Is it strength or speed? <clears throat> I would say because after a while, speed, speed slows down. Um, I. Honestly, I think it's mental. The phys- the physical part, the physical part, I, I would say is is a big part. The speed you you get used to. It. Football is football. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere across this nation and pick up a football, and somebody you know. So that 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 doesn't necessarily change. The, you'll just adapt to the speed, but the physicality is for sure a big thing. But the mental side of it, of you know, knowing your assignment, knowing your alignment, knowing your checks. Um, you know, knowing what to do if certain situations, if the coverage roll, you know, um, you get a zone dog fire, you know, a fire dog blitz, you know what I'm saying? So linebackers coming from different, you know, angles and blitzing and everything like that. And, you know, you as receivers, you know, you might not, he might not call it, but, you know, uh, you're, you're, the nickel might blitz over you and you plan on the fly necessarily. It's necessarily like understanding the situations can always change and being able to adapt to that on the fly like that, that, that could take some time with your head spinning with coverages, you know, with, okay, now I got to beat my guy. Okay. 
well, you know, like uh, the Jalen Lloyd kid, okay, he going to play inside, he going to play outside. He, so now you might call a different play, and he might be thinking, oh, it's the play I'm on the inside and run the inside route on the outside. So that's what I mean, like with, I said it's the, it's the knowledge of understanding, you know, where the guy is at. And that's why I said, like, with those guys, with those younger guys maybe stepping in, that might be a little bit too much just because, they would have to do big things. They're not. They're not going to be expected to, you know, you know, contribute here and there and everything like that. And I mean, I started slowly. You know, I I was contributing on special teams just because that was really, you know, early on, only time I was really on the field. And then once you know things kind of got kicked off by, honestly, probably maybe the fourth or fifth game, I, I I was I was out there rolling, and even still, you know, my coach is still signaling stuff, telling me, you know, certain routes because I was playing. The, and I was t- playing in ten personnel. I was the tight end. Uh, me and Kenny would switch. Sometimes I'd be I'd be the X. He would be the tight end. I would play the slot. I would play the the uh, the field receiver, the Z. I, so it, it, then that's a whole different world to where okay, you not just listen to the play call and oh, it's only this position. No, if they moving you around, you backside. It could be different than what it is. And then what if the coverage changes? They might be playing cover two. At now instead of running, uh, you know your corner, you kind of running. You know, uh, you might keep it high, or if it, if it, if they're into, it looks like it's two, but it's, it changes to four. Now you know you can roll out of that necessarily instead of keeping your angle high or something like that from the slot. Or um, if you outside and it's two, uh, you know cloud conversion. So you might have something an in breaking route or something like that because it's two. At the literally when they say hut and. You go and they jump into something else. Mm-hmm. You, it's literally like in the blink of an eye. You have to react and change your route. And so, so much of this is why, when you explain with Harburg being in start number four, mm-hmm. uh, that these freshmen that are playing, this is they haven't started yet. They're just being thrown out there. The receivers, the starting receivers. This is game number four with them, mm-hmm. and then the hope is that. Let's say you get Malachi Coleman out there and you move him from from slot to outside or from outside to to the slot and then you put him in motion. He has to think and know exactly what Harburg sees and and knows. And that takes time. That's that's not easy at all. Right, because it could be a blitz and Harburg may need for him to chip somebody. He may need for him to, to get quickly through and then see that, hey, it's not man, it's cover two, and if I throw this route, I'm throwing you either into an accident <laughs> or a pick. And that combina- that communication is vital. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, certain certain coverages, you know, holes and in, in zone defenses and everything like that, you know, you may need to, you know, slow down in, you know, in a hole or whatnot, or you may need to speed through and cross somebody's face sooner and whatnot. And that takes time, especially, you know, with a quarterback who's still – getting his reins. He don't um, know what he needs. He don't know what he needs either. You, you like, he, forget about knowing what you need. Harper's <laughs> still trying to figure out what he needs. He doesn't have time. He need to pitch the ball. That's what he need to do. Well, we literally had the conversation today, earlier today with Jay, and th- that was the combination. Rashawn had the conversation today about, you know what, he's simply holding it because, again, I'm, I play with quarterbacks. It's, it's, ball security is much easier 
to make sure like if we've got fumbling problems I understand that I get that, that pitch is the thing that scares everybody especially when you've got running back you don't have running back one or three you got running back number five out there who you may not have pitch reps with mm-hmm. at the level that you do with the one and then you're afraid to put him in the spot it's a fair thing to 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 question. So, so do we not have practice, and do you not you know go through if we got jet sweeps in and pitches in? So is there not a period <laughs> to where you know? Okay, mate. Even there, if, you go. Even 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 <laughs> even, even, even even then, if you okay. So say if it is running back, you know five or ten or whatever. Right. You still get some type of reps, but even going into the game plan, you know, okay, you down two guys. So number two gets more opportunities and everything like that, that still makes no exception to why are you not necessarily comfortable and everything like that. And he kind of strings it out. Attack the guy, pitch it. There are rules. This is the part in coaching that frustrates me because there are rules for everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you have less talent, you teach plays because you don't have time to teach them how to play. Okay. When you have talent, then you get to the next level that, hey, I can teach you how to make judgments and decisions, and you're good enough to to carry it out. I can't ask everybody to make that read and pitch. It's like watching Remember the Titans. He said, I can make the pitch. I can throw good and I can run good. I just can't run and throw good. <laughs> when you ask them to do both, things get complicated. That's what it looks like for Nebraska. And, again, you've got a new offensive coordinator. You've got new receiver coach. you got new – uh, players out there. Mm-hmm. This is week. This was week six, and it was week four under the leadership of Heinrich Harburg. And for the first time, I heard somebody yelling at Ricky. Right? They're yelling at Ricky. I heard a player say, "Ricky, pitch it." And I was like, "Who are they talking to?" And I was like, "Oh, they're talking about Heinrich." Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's becoming a person now. He's not just the the operator. He's actually Ricky. Go out there and make a play now. Like it's time for you to grow up. <laughs> you got to do all this big, big ten stuff mm-hmm. at quarterback, and it's different. I'll I'll say this: that if if we had said six weeks ago that Heinrich Harburg is leading the Huskers in rushing, what would you have said? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's bad. If I said in the next six games, Harburg's leading this team in rushing, would you say that's good or that's bad? In the next six? Yeah, the next six games. That's bad. <laughs> Why? Because if he has the ball in his hands, teams are teams are going to set him up. They're going to start keying on taking their running back away and knocking his socks off. <laughs> so then if he goes down, no. <laughs> Please, no. Well, and you talked about this, too, before the no. Michigan game. And you said they are keyed up. And those teams that like to load up the box, they're keyed up on that quarterback would, run. Do you know, in the NFL, you would get fined. Do you know how, you know they cannot land on the quarterback? Mm-hmm. If you land, if you land, do you know you are three over 300-something pounds of full force coming? Do you, it's hard for me to stop. <laughs> And you want three hundred pounds to not land on somebody, like so when they so when you when when a quarterback gets a chance to run, they foaming out the mouth. This is my shot. I've been you, waiting all week. To what? Get this dude. I, what? 
my coach just yeah, like, my coach just yelled at me. I'm taking it out on him. And then and then if if he gets hurt, then what? I'm then, with you there. Then the then the, <laughs> then the then the Fairweather fans come back. Then oh, fire the OC and everything like that. When I think the OC is doing you know a fantastic job of what cards he was dealt. You can't be mad at him for the kids going out there and not necessarily making all not 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 making better decisions. You can coach him. You can tell him what it looks like and everything like that. At the end of the day, like the, the the coaches can't go out there and play, and it's we we too many games in for you to be you know relying on the first couple of game mistakes and you know missed opportunities. At what point? Watch more film. You know, practice it. Walk through it. Maybe you know slow things down a little bit to where have them draw it out. There are different types of learners. You know, there's visual learners. You know, they're act. Other people learns in different types of ways. So make it make sense. Find different ways to help them understand it to where it's not as fast to them. Because I mean, you know, quarterback's a tough position. So I'm not, you know, trying to be hard on it on him or anything like that. But like you doing fine, but doing fine ain't good enough. You can't compete with the upper tier of the Big Ten. Like that, it. That's why I said. That's why I'm, I was upset about. About the game, the first half and everything like that, cool, fine and dandy. Like we struggle to we struggle to score twenty one points, and in the Big Ten, that's not always a win, and mm-hmm. that, and that's gonna catch you. In the next two games, people will get hurt. Um, people understand what you're trying to do, so they know what to stop you and everything like that. Defense can can scheme you up to stop you. Like I said, on those quarterback options and everything like that. You'll start to see the first linebacker will, will run out of there to run to the to to run to the Whoever the back pitch man is to to make sure you don't pitch it. Mm-hmm. Now you got your backside linebacker or your safety, <laughs> strong safety coming in the box and oh he turning up and not seeing it and you taking constant you taking consistent hits and that's longevity. No, that's not that's not good. Yeah, we used to we we would target. Um, and there were times when we knew we would send a defender just to take away the running back, mm-hmm. so that that was our scheme in high so school that our football. Our big dudes, our big dudes got shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's like, what I mean. A lot of at the high school level, we're running that scheme down. Yeah, you, say you get a good then, good hit on the quarterback. Then, Take the then, pitch man then, out, and you got a clean and hit then, and then, or a turnover. Okay, say you know he goes down and everything like that. You put seven back in there. Mm-hmm. How's his mental? Mm-hmm. Has he been you know? Keeping up and everything like that, you know, he might. I mean, I'm good. I got my money. You know what I'm saying? I, this is realistic. You, you know, like is he keeping up with certain stuff? Is the offense changing from what they call with one quarterback to another quarterback? Um, you know, he might not be as focused. He might be feeling some type of way because of the situation is what it is. You know, they say one thing. I know how to read between the lines. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I, I I I can tell you that much. I I didn't have a high ankle sprain. So I understand, you know, he cool. He might be a, a team player and everything like that. He might still, you know, be in there and ready for the next opportunity. But you may never know until that situation happens. But I don't, I, I don't want to see that situation. It's bye week. Time for recovery and redirection. All right, Harrison, throw us a break, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll throw us a break here again. Don't punt hour with DeMornay, Pierce, Snell. DP's hopping out after this one, but me and DeMornay will finish it off all the way up until 8 o'clock. And then don't go anywhere. we got a surprise guest for Speed and Power with Megan Walker. She'll go from 8 to 9 o'clock. We'll get out of here. Catch you guys on the other side of the break.